Welcome back to Steph's Business Bookshelf and this week's episode about the book Reboot by Jerry Colonna. Keep listening to find out why humans make better leaders and why leadership is really just growing up. You're listening to Steph's Business Bookshelf, doing the reading so you don't have to. Welcome back. If you haven't seen my Instagram post that I posted last week, I received a lovely little gift from the very awesome Kelly Irving, who runs a business helping people find the books that are within them and get them out onto paper. She sent me the journal that she uses or that she helps her clients through and some of the exercises she helps her clients through in terms of the prompts that you might need to get some of the thinking out of your head and into onto paper or onto a computer, whatever that might be. It's really cool. It's a beautifully illustrated book too. So if you are interested, this isn't sponsored. I'm literally just sharing something that I love, although the book was very kindly gifted to me. If you do want to find out a little bit more, if you are thinking about putting that pen to paper and getting the book that is within you out into the world, hop over to Kelly's website. I'll put the links to that in the show notes for you to go over to and have a look at the work that she does. You might have also seen, if I do, if we do follow each other on social media, that I'm doing the Seth Godin storytelling course at the moment. And at the point of recording this, although hopefully not by the time this goes out, I'm I'm also reading the Stephen King on writing book, which is really, really good. I'm really enjoying it. And you might have heard it spoken about on other podcasts. If you listen to a lot of business podcasts or podcasts where they're interviewing authors, a lot of people do talk about this book and how it's changed the way they write or it's certainly improved the way they write and already I can see that I'm applying some of the little tips and tricks. You don't have to be into horror. I've actually never read one of Stephen King's books. I'm obviously, uh, I have a lot of respect for him as an author because he's done pretty cool stuff and he's very prolific but you don't have to be into Stephen King or his particular style of writing to find some benefit from that book so I highly recommend that one too. On the subject of books, like we're going to be talking about anything else. This week's book was quite interesting when I went back over the notes to pull this podcast episode together because when I read it, I I enjoyed it enough. I read it, so just a bit of context, I read it over the Christmas break, so Christmas 2019, and I enjoyed it. It was all right. Uh, there was some really great questions in there and I did, I remember at the time thinking, oh, there's some really awesome questions or coaching questions or workshop questions or leadership questions that we I could be using and stealing. And there's one in particular that I've used countless times since, which I'll talk about very shortly. But that was about it. And when I then went back to look through the notes, I was kind of skimming through all my highlights and things, just thinking, this book is awesome. Like, how did I, how did it not change my life? And funnily enough, the book was recommended to me by a couple of people who said that it completely, it was the best book they read last year, and it completely changed how they thought about themselves, some of their self-talk, some of the things that they do or don't do, or some of the ways they think about their work. So I read it, I obviously went into it. Maybe I just had too high expectations. One of the things that did put me off throughout the book as I was reading it was, don't judge me, it felt quite gratuitous in all his demons that he was sharing and all the things that he was kind of going into and I just thought what is this book really about I was trying to I suppose I was trying to get from it the thoughts or the questions or the mindsets to help other people and there was just this these kind of like endless tales of Jerry's own misery really like I said don't judge me which put me off a little bit however like I said when I've gone back and thought about the the actual purpose behind the book the messages behind it I'm 
very much more on board than I was six months ago. So it's one I'm actually going to go back and read. I think it's hugely relevant at the moment as a lot of people are having some of those existential moments, thinking about who are they, relearning about themselves, finding the space. And I've already heard just in the last few days, actually, some stories about people who have completely rethought significant elements of their life that were huge parts of their identity before corona hit, before we had this lockdown, before we had this time to reflect and what the 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 opportunity for having that space and time and slowness to do some of that thinking has created for people which is pretty cool anyway let's get on with it let's talk i'll share a little bit about the book and about the author and then obviously as usual the three big ideas from the book but first a little bit about the author Jerry Colonna is a CEO and co-founder of Reboot.io, an executive coaching and leadership development firm whose coaches and facilitators are committed to the notion that better humans make better leaders. Yes, I love that. For nearly 20 years, he has used the knowledge gained as an investor, an executive and a board member for more than 100 organizations to help entrepreneurs and others to lead with humanity, resilience and equanimity. Previous to his career as a coach, he was a partner with JP Morgan Partners private equity arm of JP Morgan Chase. He joined JP Morgan Partners from Flatiron Partners, which he launched in 96 with partner Fred Wilson. Flatiron became one of the most successful early stage investment programs in the New York City area. He lives in Boulder, Colorado. And a little bit about the book. Jerry helps startup CEOs make peace with their demons, the psychological habits and behavioral patterns that have helped them to succeed molding them into highly accomplished individuals, yet that have been detrimental to their relationships and their ultimate well-being. He has taught CEOs and their top teams to realise their potential by using the raw material of their lives to find meaning, to build healthy interpersonal bonds and to become more compassionate and bold leaders. In Reboot, he inspires everyone to hold themselves responsible for their choices and for the possibility of truly achieving their dreams. Work does not have to destroy us. Work can be the way that we achieve our fullest self, Jerry firmly believes. What we need sometimes, though, is the chance to reset our goals and to reconnect with our deepest selves and with each other. Reboot moves and empowers us to begin this journey. Both of those little excerpts were taken from reboot.io. Link to that is in the show notes. We'll also include the link to an interview I heard with Jerry on the Tim Ferriss podcast, which I actually heard way before I even knew about the book or had heard about the book or the book was recommended to me. And it wasn't until I was actually reading the book that I he talks about one of the same stories. And I thought, hang on a minute, I've I've heard this story before and realized that actually it was a podcast episode I'd really enjoyed and had just forgotten his name. So as you can probably tell from the little blurb there, hugely relevant at the moment, particularly the, the points there around work not having to destroy us. It does it can be how we achieve our fullest self, but we do need to reconnect with ourselves and each other. The other thing that put me off the book a little bit as I was reading it, so just a little word of warning, if you have the same allergy as I do to anything particularly woo-woo, there is a little bit of that in this book. And particularly early on, I'd say, with some of the stories, and particularly the story about the spider, I'll leave that one for you to read, which which come across to me as a little bit, little bit far-fetched and, and just didn't resonate with my way of thinking things. However, that's not to say it's the case for everyone, but that is the sort of thing that might put you off I would advise you to keep reading and just look over those things it's someone else's experience it's their story it's what they believe and that is okay all right let's get into the three big ideas about the book Reboot by Jerry Colonna number one 
pretty fundamental big idea of the book is do your own work. This is the most important part of your role as a leader is to get yourself in order. Better humans make better leaders is Jerry's fundamental belief. And ultimately, and I, I do really like this, this phrase that he uses, he says, leadership is basically the art of growing up. This is getting over what's happened to you beforehand, putting aside some of those demons, working through them, reconnecting with yourself and growing up. However, a lot of us avoid this and I've done this, you've probably done this, maybe we're all doing it right now. We, we avoid it because we're afraid of what we might find. And we just don't know how to properly properly process and debrief with ourselves or, or with the help of someone else to unpack and uncover, bring it all up, put it all out there and think, Ugh, what am I going to do with this? And also then know what to do with it once you've brought it up. So we keep ourselves busy. We make ourselves feel important. We, we maybe use the escapism tools, be it social media, TV, drugs, alcohol, whatever it is for you. And we blame circumstances, we blame our past, we blame COVID, we blame the company we work for, the culture of it, and we continue to be controlled by our unconscious leftover fears and our old patterns of behavior. So the real work is undoing all of that. Therefore, it is important to think about understanding ourselves and rediscovering ourselves. There's a quote in the book or a question in the book, and there's throughout the book, just as a side point, there's a lot of journaling prompts at the end of each of the chapters. Now, whether you journal or not, I think they're great thinking questions, questions to reflect on. And, and if you're feeling particularly bold and you're at the kind of stage of leadership where you are having this level of conversation with your team, be it your executive team, your leadership team, your, your direct reporting team, to actually use that with them as well. So there's a particularly good question I thought around this, which is why have I allowed myself to be so exhausted? which I just think uh, I mean, about 20 people popped to my head that I'd love to ask that question to when I read that one. There's also another question which I really like, which is what I wish my colleagues knew about me. I mean, what a powerful question that could be in the right setting, the right facilitation and the right container built for the safety of that conversation. And Jerry shares some, some pretty incredible stories that came out when he ran that as part of a leadership circle or a leadership retreat that he took some leaders onto. So that's big idea number one, do your own work. Big idea number two is ask the important questions. Not a unique idea necessarily to this book in particular, but the questions in this book just blew me away. They were next level depth digging and introspection, but also retrospective and prospective type questions. There were three questions in particular that Jerry talks about as probably the most important ones or the ones he comes back to pretty regularly. He also talks about these in this that podcast episode with Tim Ferriss that I mentioned. Those questions are, don't worry, I'm not going to leave you on a, on a cliffhanger there and not tell you the questions. Those three questions are, what am I not saying that needs to be said? What am I saying that's not being heard? And what's being said that I'm not hearing? So what am I not saying that needs to be said? What am I saying that's not being heard? And what's being said that I'm not hearing? I, what's really going on? And I just think there's such great clarifying questions and great ones to use in a workshop. And I've used a couple of them a couple of times in the last 12 months since hearing them on the podcast. Ones I whipped out my phone and was writing them down whilst he was saying them on, on that podcast. And they're, they're ones I've asked myself a couple of times too, particularly the, what am I not saying that needs to be said? Because I think that's probably the one that we, we fall into a lot ourselves. And I imagine maybe there's some things you're thinking of too and think, yeah, there's a couple of those. 
obviously these questions, a lot of the reflection isn't unique to work. You don't have to just use them in a work context. Many of them will bear some truth and relevance to other parts of your life too. Now throughout the book, like I said, so many fantastic questions, but these are the three, the three quite easy ones to remember and three to come back to on a, on a regular basis. So that's big idea number two, ask powerful questions. Big idea number three is stop the sabotage. There's another question in the book that I love. This is the one that I was talking about in the intro earlier. This one I've used countless times. Ready for it? It is, how am I complicit in creating the conditions that I say I don't want? How am I complicit in creating the conditions that I say I don't want? So there's an awesome contradiction in there because you're probably contradicting yourself between your actions and your speech. So you're saying you want things to be a certain way, but you're acting in a completely different way. So how am I complicit in creating the conditions that I say I don't want? Such a great question. All right, well, I could have just probably just shared that as the whole episode. That'd be like, this is my favorite part of the book. Anyway, I'm gonna carry on. So the idea of stopping the sabotage is, is getting that little bit deeper and asking yourself some of these questions to see how, where, and why that you're stopping yourself, reaching your potential, succeeding, uncovering what's true to you, whatever it needs to be. You're just trying to find more lemon drops. Jerry shares there's a kind of an ongoing theme throughout the book of this story from his his younger years where he where he realized he was constantly searching for the, the lemon drops of happiness in life. There's a bigger story around it, but you have to read the book to, to find that one out. But basically that he's constantly searching for the top up of the lemon drop. So when the, the happiness starts to deplete or he looks like he's running out, he'll go and find ways to quickly get that, that, that sort of sugar high from life again. There's also the theme or the, the concept in the book of the irrational other. So the, I thought about this or my interpretation of this was a bit like Brene Brown's The Story You Tell Yourself or that, that first draft. So it's the story you tell yourself. You've maybe told yourself your whole life and you carry it around and your assumptions are based on this. You jump to conclusions, you jump in in different situations, all based around the irrational other, all these stories. He shares an example in the book of an executive that he was working with who called him because one of her colleagues was driving her nuts because his, the disrespect he showed by going out of a meeting early and, and sort of looking at his phone and then just leaving. And she just thought that was so rude and she phoned Jerry in a complete, oh God, I can't believe he doesn't, doesn't respect me. This is a sign of disrespect. She was carrying around this idea that she wasn't respected. So any little slight looked like disrespect to her because of something that had happened previously. Whereas what she actually found out was he'd got a message from his wife. The kid was really sick, gone to hospital. So he just had to obviously leave. So he didn't think anything of it, but she was telling herself this, this irrational other story because of the stories that she carries around with her of what that actually meant and therefore was obviously sabotaging potentially the relationship herself all the other things she was probably doing that day as well because that was distracting her so that's the big idea number three is to stop the sabotage and that only comes from big idea number one doing your own work on that note, there was a great question. It's pretty much the last sentence in the book before you get into some of the resources and acknowledgements and things, which is, how will I know my work is done? It's the final journaling prompt in the book. And I just thought that was gold because, well, and I, don't, I don't know how to answer that myself. Maybe you do, but how will I know my work is done? When are you fully optimized as a human? Who knows? Are we ever? I don't know. That's a meaning of life type question, isn't it? Anyway, the three big ideas from the book. Bit of a recap. Number one, do your own work. 
Number two, ask powerful questions. And number three, stop the sabotage. Now hopefully you can tell how much I, in retrospect, did enjoy this book. There we go, it's one of those funny ones that when you come back to it, you go, oh my God, this is, this is awesome. I should reread and actually try and enjoy it. And I think maybe because I know what to expect this time, I will get more out of it because I will be looking for the practical things rather than looking for this, this thing that it maybe wasn't for me at that time. If you enjoyed this episode, if you've read the book, I'd love to hear from you. If you've got questions, also love to hear from you. If you want to buy the book, there is a link to my book depository affiliate site on the show notes. You can head over there and order yourself a copy and support the podcast at the same time. But otherwise, until next time, happy reading. <laughs>